the fucking the fucking we were young festival oh my god yeah we could talk about that whatever else you would talk about i can't wait to talk to you about the vampire diaries season seven part one yeah <laughs> uh but let's um remind everybody that our next movie review will be the descent which is available on peacock last time i checked yeah so that'll be a good time. But yeah, let's talk about the We Were Young Festival because there are some updates since the original announcement. I'm still sketched out by it. Yes. If something sounds too good to be true, it absolutely is. <laughs> Especially when Live Nation, and you can keep telling me people that Live Nation also does Bonnaroo and Lollapalooza and all these other great music festivals. Mm-hmm. That doesn't change the fact that they just had a huge fucking disaster with World. And they Shit. conveniently are hosting this huge festival with all these amazing emo bands and charging <laughs> an ass load for what's now two days. It's now a two day festival due to popularity, popularity and demand. Tickets start at like $400. Jesus. Yeah. I was going to ask you like how, like, is it one day and how much is it? So originally it started as a one day festival. Whoa. Um, it is now a two-day festival with the same okay. lineup, so that's right. a little better, but tickets still start at $400. Whoa. To my knowledge, they are still non-refundable. Unbelievable. During, during a pandemic, by the way. Yeah, un-fucking believable. No, it's... Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. No, it's absolutely <laughs> insane, and like, it came, the announcement came at a time after I had just watched a very old interview clip with Kurt Cobain reacting yeah. to the idea of $50 concert tickets. And he was like absolutely disgusted by that. And I was like, huh, he is absolutely right because concert tickets today are ridiculous. Ridiculous. And he's probably turning in his grave with the mm-hmm. 400. <laughs> like tickets for warp tour were only mm-hmm. $60. Yeah, I remember going there for cheap. Yeah, I I didn't I never spent that much money to go to warp tour. Mhm. Uh, but yeah. yeah, uh but now we were young when we were young has officially sold out. Oh, really? Yeah, so I guess we will see what happens. Yeah. Um, you know what? And I really want here, let me ask you this. Okay. So there's like a lot of bands on that poster. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this is geared towards like, you know, people who are our age, you and me. So if you went there and it was too, like how many days would the show need to run for you to see all the bands that you want to see? Probably like, quite a few yeah like a lot of day, like yeah. a week you know what I mean because like with multiple stages I imagine yeah. it'll probably be a less organized warp mm-hmm. tour with yeah right now they're just saying multiple stages it was originally just three stages but now they're saying multiple because people were calling them out like three stages with 60 bands that's like 12 minutes a piece I know yeah they're gonna play one song <laughs> but even then like there's gonna be a time where two of the bands you want to see are playing at the exact same time. That's what so. I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously I would choose My Chemical Romance over Paramore, who are the two headliners. So if they were me to be too. performing at the same time, I would go there. Yeah, me too. I feel like a lot of people would because mm-hmm. I, because those are like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel, I feel like 
Paramore shouldn't also be a headliner. Mm -hmm. I don't know why I feel that way. Um, I feel like maybe they were very popular, but I don't know. In my opinion, I, I'm like you, I would choose my chemical romance, I think first. Mm -hmm. It it also feels weird that, that it's in Las Vegas because Oh, I had no idea where it even was. Yeah, I don't even know what I was Vegas. <laughs> I don't know Vegas. where. I don't know where I would put it. Yeah, where? Like in the desert. <laughs> Las Vegas oh doesn't seem like a very emo type <laughs> for it. I know, I know. You're so right, and um, that's really funny because, like, maybe somewhere of- in the Midwest, like Midwest emo. Yeah, yeah, or maybe East Coast, West Coast, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but, uh, I mean, if you have it in Las Vegas, like if we're worried about, okay. Do you know when the show is? It is like late October. It's October 22nd through the 23rd. Uh, all right. Well, that's a good time to have it, but in Las Vegas, you got to watch because that dry heat, if people are out there and there's like a million bands and a million fucking people everywhere, like they're going to, people are going to get like heat exhaustion because it's just the way it is. Yeah. That's another concern I have because I was looking at the different packages yeah. and only in the um banna package which costs twelve thousand dollars <laughs> uh it says you have access to water stations and that's not featured with like the general admission or the vip admission what? which yeah doesn't that like really concern you that they're specifying water stations just for the twelve thousand dollar package like shouldn't you just have water stations at a desert yes, Sam. <laughs> you should absolutely and when I think of water station I think of like water fountain so I'm like are there like water yeah. fountains that just aren't available like what yeah. are, what is happening like I don't want anything to go wrong I want this to be the most magical festival and they have it every single year and maybe I will go one year yeah. when there isn't a raging pandemic still yes <laughs> but I feel like it's not gonna go great I know. Oh my God. And whenever you said cabana, is this kind of like, are you getting like fire fest vibes from that? Yes. Everybody's been saying, this is giving me fire fest vibes. $12,000. Oh yeah. And then you get there and you're like, here's your water station. It's just a water bottle. <laughs> like, I hope everybody who goes has a great time and that it doesn't get canceled. But having had tickets to see My Chemical Romance for the past two years, yeah, I would not be surprised if they dropped out due to the pandemic because they have actually been very good about canceling tour dates and pushing all the other ones back because of the pandemic. That's why my tickets to see them from August 20 of 20 are now August 2022. Nice. Yeah. yeah, so you'll see them anyway, which is actually really cool, as long as they, you know, don't cancel at that time. Yeah. Um, but if I were to go to this, like, big festival, and, like, okay, so my Chemical Romance is headlining, but when you headline a huge tour like this, they're not going to play for as long as I want them to play for, you know? And I thought about that, too, because the used is also on this lineup, which got me really excited, like, would we get a live performance of the used My Chemical Romance Under Pressure cover for the first time in like 30 years? That'd be amazing. (laughs) But I'm worried that a lot of bands are going to drop out and we won't get the uh, combo performances we really want because back in the day, a lot of emo bands did collab on great songs. 
But if they're playing at the same time, you're not going to get those (laughs) moments. Exactly. So this is called, what is it called? The We Were Young Festival? Yeah. And another thing, when we were young festival in Las Vegas and the killers are nowhere on the on the lineup, like that feels, that feels personal. Yeah. I'm taking a look at the little poster here to look at all the, all the people here. Oh, wow. There's like, so there's so many and it's actually kind of overwhelming. It's overwhelming. So many bands are going to drop out. Avril Lavigne. I didn't know she was still making music or doing anything. Yeah, she has a new album coming out right now. Get out. Oh, shit. Well, good for her. Because she was cool. Yeah, and half of these bands, I don't think I really know who they are. I know know a lot of them, though, but yeah, dude, it's it's basically like My Chemical Romance, AFI, that's cool. Um, Yeah, Paramore, that's cool, too. Just a couple of these. (laughs) Just like a handful. Um... That's so many, that's so many bands, mm-hmm. so crazy. And you know what? You posted something about Green Day the other day. And like, I feel like they belong on that poster too, in a way. Yeah. You think they're too old? I don't know. It's just all the same genre. All I posted was, it's a shame Green Day wasn't invited because if they only have like 12 minutes set list, we absolutely would have gotten another Billy Joel freak out moment. Yeah. And it's hilarious. I pretty much can do that whole freak out as a monologue. Right. Oh, that's really cool. Oh, <laughs> I'll have to watch the bit. I never watch stuff with audio. I just look at the video. Um, so I'll have to like go back and watch it. Um, oh, yeah, it's, it's his freak out from an iHeartRadio festival. Yeah, I watched it once before when he, he got on that about the minute warning or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm taking a look at the website now and it says like missed out on tickets, sign up for the wait list. And I was like, Oh, wait list. So does that mean they're going to like put you on a wait list or what? Like probably more, probably more tickets because right now they're sold out. Yeah. They um, are, they which are. is mind blowing. Even the $12,000 cabanas are sold out. Girl, it's not 12,000. It's 12,500 cabanas. <laughs> I'm being, I'm being very kind. You are, you are very kind. God, <laughs> you get a charge for your phone. Yeah, that was exciting. A whole charging yeah. station. Yeah, you'd be. But moving on to more music news. Um, yeah. Tragically, Meatloaf has passed away. Very conflicting feelings because I love Meatloaf as a musician. I think he has one of the best rock voices in history he also kind of redefined what a rock star can look like Uh because he's like a 300 pound man doing all this shit that even a skinny 20 year old rock star can't do Mm -hmm. but he was also very conservative and he was openly anti-vax during this whole pandemic and he did die from covid so yeah very (laughs) you about that you reap what you sow but you know, all that being said, he did contribute so much to the rock genre. Yeah, it's okay to feel these two things at once. Um, like, I I think I tweeted a long time ago, I wish Meatloaf would close his mouth except to sing his songs. Because yeah. his opinions were so... And I, I can absolutely... I, everybody can agree with that tweet, yeah. I think. 
And I feel the same way about someone like Kevin Sorbo, who's also a very shitty conservative person, but I genuinely like him as an actor. I think he has good charisma and I just wish he would stop being a shitty person so I can enjoy Hercules from 1999. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm so sorry to backtrack, but I looked up where the festival was and it's at a place called Las Vegas Festival Grounds. Yeah, and I I haven't confirmed this with any other sources, but apparently those are the same fairgrounds where the uh, mass shooting in Las Vegas happened. No, really? Yeah, so it's just like a lot of weird... I'm sure they've had (laughs) events there between now and the shooting, but it's just like a lot of weird shit. It's got four and a half out of five stars on Google reviews. It can't be that bad. (laughs) You gotta be kidding me. This is so, I feel like this, I, I don't know, like, is this really real? Like, really? And it feels so, it feels like a very surreal thing. And I wouldn't be surprised if like weird shit starts to pop up about it from now until then in October, next October. Oh yeah. Whoa, this October, I mean, but. uh, I'm also just saying, <laughs> yeah, don't be shocked it, if yeah. the whole festival is canceled and you can't get your money back because it's very convenient that Live Nation has all these lawsuits going on with what happened at Astro World. Oh my God. That's so scary too, because this is so many bands. Yeah. And oh these bands I trust would be able to keep their mosh pitting under control because that's the thing about rock bands, punk bands, emo bands is mosh pits are supposed to be a safe space for aggression. Like if someone gets knocked out, they're going to stop moshing and help them out. But that didn't happen at the Travis Scott concert. No, it didn't. It really didn't. And you know what? Um, Now that there's like, you know, more shows happening um, in the wake of that, do you think that like they're getting like the bands and the artists together and saying, and like, do you think anyone's having any type of like quick one day training on how to like kind of step in if there's an emergency? They're going to have to, because I mean, there's old footage from back in the day when Green Day was still punk, LOL, of like, of Billy Joe actually jumping off the stage and fucking kicking some guy in the face for getting too aggressive in the mosh pit. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they'll probably do something and be like, well, this is how you like do like take care of the situation. So maybe it'll be like, try to be extra aware if there's like a guest that's on the stage and they're like in distress, you know, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but I really hope it doesn't get to that part. Yeah. That was extremely, extremely shocking. Uh, the Astroworld like incident. And I'm really scared to like watch the video with like audio on to listen you know what i mean so i'm but i know it's available yeah so crazy i can't believe that happened no wild and it shouldn't have happened i think there's even super old footage of kurt cobain stopping a song to make sure some kid who got knocked down in a mosh pit was okay yeah yeah up on that stage you can punk bands know how to handle over aggression yeah and i feel like i mentioned this once before after the astral world thing happened but when I went to see My Chemical Romance at uh, House of Blues in Cleveland, it was standing room only. There was never an incident. No one, I never got pushed from behind, mm-hmm. like ever, ever. And um, so I can't imagine feeling like that and like feeling like being afraid, like, oh, I can't move. Mm-hmm. You know, that's so crazy. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so yeah. 
can't wait till this October to talk about if it happened or if it didn't. Mm-hmm. Weird. All right. Well, cool. with with the punk emo adjacent news out of the way, since that's kind of on brand for us, let's uh, yeah. get into the fucking bizarre season seven of The Vampire Diaries. <laughs> oh, so- so fucking bizarre and i need i need to open with this now before i forget to talk to you about it because you and i have talked about this once before but i know that if i say this now you'll be like oh shit yeah you're right so can we please talk about how there's like a shocking weird like love age difference with people that are like into each other Mm -hmm. Oh, and when I say that, I specifically am referring to Alaric and Caroline. Yes. And Enzo and Lily. Yes. What <laughs> the fuck is that about? Okay. So, All right. yes. I think when we first started watching the series and Alaric showed up, I pointed out that he has a weirdly flirty relationship with all of his female students. Yes. Well, let's now I- come to fruition. <laughs> Because um, by witchy magic, Caroline is pregnant with his children, but not like she's not the mother. They're still Joe's children. They were just magically teleported into her womb. Right. Is that nice and convenient? (laughs) Very convenient. Um, Which I don't even know how she could have babies because still weird vampire magic science. Right. They would put them in like Bonnie's stomach or something. Oh, Uh, but they're like falling in love because they're having kids together and like she's your former student (laughs) they're they're literally going to like birthing classes together and I'm glad it was I'm glad like there was a moment that it was like brought up at that someone at the birthing class is like isn't that the professor and that's his student I was like yeah it is it is like this this isn't right (laughs) Oh my God. So, okay. So there's that. And then I also want to talk about Enzo and Lily. Enzo being Damon's like buddy. Uh, So I'm guessing they're similar in age when they turned. And then Lily, who is uh, the uh, mother of Damon and and Stefan. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so like that there's clearly an age difference because of Damon was friends with Enzo. They must be around the same age, give or take a year or two. And Lily is the mom. Okay. So I, I don't know. I just, that's extremely off putting to me because the, I don't know why he likes her so much because she's not, I don't know. I, it just like was very strange. Very, very strange. Mm-hmm. Um Especially when we see the, and I'm sorry, this is a spoiler. If you haven't watched season seven, please don't listen any further. Whenever Enzo is with Bonnie in the, in the flash forward to three years later, mm-hmm. and yet with Lily, and I was like, well, Bonnie is very young and Lily is very old. So like, take pick Enzo. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I have to say about that. And I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget to tell, talk to you about it. <laughs> so yeah. I'm glad that you... You definitely know that too, for sure. Um, and then we're also currently dealing with the heretics taking over Mystic Falls. So the crew had to find a way to fully evacuate the city. So the heretics don't just like murder everybody. Turns out that Stefan had a love interest before Catherine. 
who he got pregnant, but then the main villain of this season, Julian, beat her until the baby died. This season just has a lot to take in. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, you'd be surprised how many things happen in 11 episodes and there's still like 11 more episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, so, yeah. <laughs> and you know, they've done a pretty good job at mm-hmm. making us not miss Elena. She's still very much a part of the show in spirit. Yeah, and um, I really don't miss her because there's so much action happening now. I can't, mm-hmm. I don't have time to think about missing her. Yeah. You know, so I'm cool with it. And, and, and I, don't, I'm, I don't feel bad about it. Um, she had like a good parting of the ways. And so every time they bring out the coffin, you know that she's in there, air quotes, but not actually there. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Damon's so. very sad and angry that she's gone. And it's kind of Lily's fault yeah. that it happened. Still, it's fucking weird that this entire family is vampires. It, yeah, it is. Because now, like, every... Now, it's, it's become the type of thing where every single person in the whole show is, like, a supernatural creature, except for Matt yeah. Donovan, who's a cop. Yeah, and Matt... And he's, like, fucking traumatized. He's, like... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Like, I you think know. this, for for some reason on the Reddit, people don't like Matt. And I can never figure out why, because I think Matt is a sweetheart. And it's probably coming from these later seasons where he's just fed up with all the magical creatures, which I think is totally justified. I agree. And I, I don't think I, I, I don't hate him at all. I actually think that he's having a fantastic gradual, like character development happening here. Yeah. So I think he's doing great. So everyone else can just stop being a hater because Matt has like taken like the short end of the stick every time because he's the only human left. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. Like all of his friends are immortal beings and they keep just casually like, hey, can we briefly kill you for a few minutes because we need to do something? I know, right? It was episode one or two where Bonnie was like, so we need to stop your heart so we can transfer the uh, deed to of your house to the Salvatore brothers. Yeah, and he's like, well, okay. And I'm just like, wow, all right, man. And then like, of course, something happened where like he almost could have like had lasting brain damage or mm-hmm. like heart damage, but you know, so... And of course, I understand that he is starting to like freak out, man. <laughs> the show is doing this cool thing where they're having these flash forwards into like three years in the future. Um, and uh, we're seeing like everybody and what they're doing and stuff. And we're kind of like almost getting to the point where we're meeting up with some supervillain in the background known as the Huntress. Mm-hmm. Probably a lady good assumption oh and we finally have some lesbian vampire have an assumption yeah oh yeah lesbian vampires that's too. but they, they had a fight though of course because you know and now they're not together anymore yeah but what's your assumption about the huntress i think it's the lady cop Ooh, it's the lady cop that pulled matt over that's a good assumption and i only say that because when she was like silhouetted in the newsroom and like kicked damon in the face when Damon thought that was his mom, it looked like the same like hair slicked back. You know, it it just like it looked like her 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 shape. So yeah, that's my assumption. I hope I'm wrong. 
<laughs> if it's somebody cooler. The police officer lady. Yes. So you can't have every cop also being a vampire hunter because that's going to get boring really fast. Yeah. Guys. Um, so that Jeremy, happened. Yeah. Good. Jeremy's also gone. Yeah, he's, he's gone. Bye. Jeremy's gone. Tyler's gone. They come back when they need to. <laughs> um, also, there's this thing. Okay, so I think we forgot to mention another part of the story, which is Alaric, since Joe has died, he's kind of become obsessed with trying to resurrect her. Mm-hmm. And so he like stole this Phoenix stone, which is a resurrection stone. And it's like dangerous to use. And he accidentally resurrected like a random person into Joe's body who ended up dying. Um, but he still got the closure he needed. Mm-hmm. However, when you put the stone on the, I guess, hilt of like this ancient sword and you stab a vampire, their soul gets trapped in the stone and they relive their own personal hell like over and over and over like Groundhog Day. <laughs> so of course that happened to Damon and Stefan. Yay. Yep, and oh. Stefan's dealing with it a lot better than Damon is. Yeah. Oh my. Oh yes, absolutely. And that was actually a really cool, like crazy thing that he did because when you're in it, you don't know that you come out. Um, and when you come out, you have like these PTSD like hallucinations, and they must completely take you over and be super realistic. Because another spoiler alert. I think Damon accidentally kills Elena, her body at least, by setting it on fire. Really fucking shocking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He should have never opened the fucking casket. He should have never found Tyler to like take him to the casket thing in the first place. I don't know. So that happened. And I think that's like the last thing that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to watch the rest of the season though. This is getting fucking if, if I think other seasons were crazy, this is like kind of getting a little crazy too. It does. It really picks up. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything else to talk about regarding that. Lane is gone. Everybody else is like doing their thing. And uh yeah. Yeah, I think that about covers it. Yeah, so um I'll continue watching until the end of season seven. And we'll watch the descent for one more season week. to go. Yeah. yeah and we'll watch the descent course. Yeah, dude. The descent. So um you'll have to go ahead and send me your login for Peacock Pick and Login for one day. And then I'll put that on my list of things to do. And then that's that. And then next time we'll talk about the descent. And then after that, we'll have finished season seven of Vampire Diaries. So if you want to keep up with what we're doing, that's what we're doing. Yeah. All the way. <laughs> I have never seen it, but I know you said that you have seen it. I've yeah, seen it's it. very good. Yeah, it's a bunch of ladies. That's really cool. All right, man. Um, anything else we can chat about? It's before we go. I don't think so. Very cool. Sam and I say to you, be safe out there with Omicron. Yep. Wear your masks again. Yeah, for real. Like, seriously, just do it. Um, Just wear your mask and, uh, like, we're getting information out. Like, we're, like, the best mask you can find just to be having the more protective. Mm -hmm. So anything other than a cloth mask is, like, the best mask. 
to um, get the CDC. Yep. Alright, well, then I guess we'll see you listeners next week. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. I love the creepy dog.